Yo, yo, check this out. Yeah, check this out. Wake up. Wake up. Wake me up. With 92.9. JG and Jack for breakfast. 92.9. I just love the good energy that comes from my radio. The way to wake up. Awesome to listen to. Yeah, they're good. Love it. Tamworth. Let's go. Go, go, go. Hey, thanks for catching up with the podcast from this morning. We had a massive show. We chatted about your workplace secrets and found out a lot of uh, hidden information about whatever it is that you do. You two on a search for a mansion. We had a chat about that. And also David and Victoria Beckham hitting a bit of a milestone. What is that? We'll check that out on this edition of JB and Jack for breakfast catch up. We haven't had a David Beckham or Victoria Beckham story for a while, Jack, so... Uh, time to bring one on this morning because they have uh, reached an extraordinary milestone this week, Jack. Simon Fuller, the manager of the Spice Girls and also manager of the Beckhams, back in the late 90s, just as they were dating, I think it was even pre them being married, so that in the next couple of years, they'll be a $1 billion brand. Well, it took a little bit longer than Simon Fuller originally uh, predicted because... This week, they have hit the $1 billion mark. It's unbelievable. The pair's joint business empire has uh, reached a combined billion-dollar profit. We've broken it down. We've crunched the numbers. We got Koshy in here to help us out and the cash cow too. Uh, David Beckham's soccer-related company could footwork productions raked in $390 million alone while another of the couple's companies, Beckham Brand Holdings, had a profit of more than $488 million, and DB Ventures has turned over $168.4 million. Meanwhile, Victoria Beckham's fashion business has made $187 million under the business name Victoria Beckham Limited. Genius name there. Gave that one a lot of thought. And another $18.7 million under the Moody Productions from her time with the Spice Girls. I'm going to assume that's a lot of... That's royalties, I reckon. That'll be it. That's pretty good each year, 18.7 million royalty. And that's obviously after it's been split between how many of them? Uh, Five, yeah. David Beckham has uh, earned millions from his soccer career, of course, his own whiskey brand and advertising deals with household names such as Adidas, Pepsi, Samsung... And his wife has also made her own separate fortune from her. It's got here, it, and I, I quote, I didn't make this up, her successful pop career. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, look, it, 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 sure, the Spice Girls were massive at the time, but it's not like she went on to a lot of success post-Spice Girls. But anyway, that's an argument for another day. Uh, and also, of course, multi-million dollar assets, including a string of luxury properties. For years, rumours also swelled the couple were headed for divorce, with the rumour going into overdrive last year when David Beckham told the project that the relationship was hard work, which many took as a hint the marriage was on the rocks. But now they're still together. What's that? They've been uh, 20 years together this year. So there you go, still making big bickies, and even amongst them hitting the $1 billion mark. They got photos when David Beckham and Victoria Beckham got the news, Jack. Yeah. That they, they're now billionaires. They got billion dollar brands. And you know what? Victoria Beckham still couldn't crack a smile. So wake me up. This is JB and Jack for breakfast. <laughs> Has anyone got a spare mansion lying around anywhere? Anyone? 
because you two are on the hunt for a mansion at the moment in Sydney. Apparently Bono and the rest of the team, that's the Edge, Larry Mullen Jr. and Adam Clayton. They're the other members of you two, if you were wondering. Yeah, I was. Along at home. Uh, they're apparently looking for a, a mansion for their upcoming Sydney show. Well, they can't find any. They're looking for four $10,000 a night mansions for their upcoming show. The source told the Sydney Morning Herald that finding huge properties for the stars and their family is a massive task. Coincidentally, Sir Elton John is also struggling to find a mansion of his own to rent in the upmarket suburbs of Point Piper or The Close for his farewell Yellow Brick Road tour, which is coming to Oz uh, a little later on in 2019. Uh, the 71-year-old star is uh, said to be looking for a luxurious home to house him, his husband... Their son, two of them, Zachary and Elijah, and also their massive entourage, including bodyguards, nannies, chefs, hairdressers, and stylists. So we're just putting the call out there that, you know, if anyone out there's got a, one of those massive mansions there, you two and Elton John, hey, don't call us. We'll get our people to get in touch with your people to get in touch with their people, okay? $10,000 a night, JB, all I can think of is how much are they charging you for the power raid in the mini fridge? <laughs> Very true. I mean, what what a position to be in. If that's your cause of concern in your life, that you can't find a $10,000 mansion, hey, yeah. you're doing all right. Yeah, hey? you're going you're pretty doing, well. You're doing pretty well. So wake me up. This is JB and Jack for breakfast. <laughs> your workplace secrets. Those little known facts that you might have dabbling away at your job that you'd love to tell everyone about. I mean, I know that takes away the secret of it, but we'd love to hear about them. 676-2299 or on our Facebook page. Now, Jack, you, you worked at a, a bowling alley uh, arcade parlour at one stage there, so I'm sure that had a lot of fascinating secrets behind it. Yeah, I guess my best one and best tip for people is a lot of high school kids slash university kids don't really care. Yeah. You know, they're just there to have a bit of a yeah. fun. But one of my biggest ones was, um, which I was very guilty for mm. doing, is obviously you have your arcade and more games you play, the more tokens you get. And then you, you have the amount of tokens you have and then you can go to the prize cabinet and get a prize up to that value or make it up to that value. So you got 100, get a couple of 10-point prizes and so on. Yeah. Now that sounds, when it's just you, it sounds like, oh, yeah, they're going to be very strict with that. Mm. If you want something, just take your time. Yeah. Um, and my best way of describing it is picture of me standing there mm. and I've got eight kids, all about eight years old, so the math isn't great, so you're going to have to do the counting up for them. Mm. They've got about 300 points and you've got prizes all the way from five points all the way up to 100. Yeah. 200 points type thing. They're trying to make decisions on what they want, how to fit it in, how much math they mm. got left. Yada, yada, yada. So by the end of it, you just turn in the Santa Claus. Yeah. You go, how many tickets you got there? 200. What do you want? That 500 thing? Uh, look, if, if, yeah, yeah, have it. Yeah. I'm sick of yeah. it. I'm, I'm yeah. sick of you yeah. tossing You're it You're over it. Yeah, it's have been it. an eight-hour shift. You've yeah. had people whinging at the, you know, the scoring system. They bowled a strike and it said it was a spare. Yeah. You put up with cranky mums all day. Annoyed dads, you yeah. know. So just get out of my get out of my hair, kid. There you go. That's Have the it. ginormous teddy bear for pretty much for for ten points. Yeah, pretty much roll it. And if you're a parent and you got a kid it, who wants something a bit mm. uh, more than the valley, just 
take your due time deciding and they'll give it to you. I love that because that kind of reminds me, I, don't use this against me, but I once worked at the Royal Adelaide show going back years ago as a carny. I was looking after the mirror maze there. And true fact, if you get to the big, like the big city shows, I don't know if it would work here at the, the Tamworth show, but certainly, you, you know, Brisbane's, your Eckers, that kind of thing. Um, they they don't like to truck all the soft toys and all the big prizes to each of the shows. They prefer to unload them, get rid of them all at each show, and then when they get to the next city, pick up a whole new stack. It's it's a waste of space for them to have to transport them everywhere. So they will literally clear out all their prizes in the last couple of days of the show. So literally, if you've got five, ten bucks, just make a deal, make an offer with the carny, and you know, hey, look. I'll, uh, I've kind of won a little toy, but hey, look, if I give you a fiver, you know, slip you that, I'll have three of the panda bears done. There oh. you go. And you can you can win your way around the show. Yeah, there you go. It's a bit like being in a food court at a quarter to five. So wake me up. This is JB and Jack for breakfast. <laughs> JP and Jack for breakfast. We're chatting about the workplace secrets that your job's got. Love to hear if you've got one. As you can keep, obviously, anonymous. It's all good. 67622929 or on our Facebook page if you'd love to have a chat about it. Myself and Jack, we reminisced with ours. We went with our previous jobs. Jack is a, a bowling alley attendant. Mine is a, a carny worker. Don't use that against me now. We kept it away from our current jobs of radio. However, I will reveal one secret that we do have from Radio Land. Last week, you might have noticed that Scotty was awake sick and... We apologise. Due to technical difficulties, there's currently a break in our transmission. We'll be back again soon. So wake me up. This is JB and Jack for breakfast. Talking about your uh, workplace secrets. Jack gave away some before from the bowling alley. I gave away some from my carny days. A friend of mine who works on uh, on uh, concert touring, he and I've mentioned this story on air before, he worked on the Bon Jovi tour, and Bon Jovi's a massive lover of carp, of all things. He tours them. He sets up ponds wherever he performs. He whacks the carp in there. He apparently likes to, you know, watch him before he gets on stage. It makes him very zen-like. He's a massive fan of Japanese koi, which was very different. I had a friend of mine who, who also worked on the Rolling Stones tour years ago, and those guys literally have one guy on their tour who just sets up and transports their pool table everywhere. That's all they do. Like, they, they don't even play on it half the time, but he's there to set it up get it level, and then, like, five hours later, he's dismantled it and put it back in the truck. But that's his life. He, too, is just setting up that. Well, I've heard that one of Bon Jovi's favourite pastimes is to re-watch all the uh, news stories about Johnny Depp getting busted for the two dogs, thinking, what a rookie. <laughs> I get carp in and out of every country I want. <laughs> very true. So he thought off the back of some of those, you know, Muso ones, we'd get our very own Muso here in the office to, you know, share some of her uh, her secrets. Of course, our very own Sally Ann. How are you, Sally Ann Witten? Good morning. Thanks for having me in. Thank you. We'd love to know some of, you, you know, your trade secrets, Sal. 
Well, some of those secrets from the road. Ooh, well, from you know, being a muser, I'm sure you've got some. I do. I've got yeah. plenty. Some yeah. that I wouldn't share on the radio. Actually, quite a lot that I wouldn't share yeah. on the radio. Keep them for the book. That's right. That's yeah. right. When the book comes out, you know. Uh, but you know, it's pretty interesting. And in my defence, from what I'm about to say, I'd like to add that the Eagles nowadays, their rider consists of herbal teas and filtered waters, and and fresh organic fruit and vegetables. So before I tell you that we're actually quite boring. Yeah. <laughs> on the road. They all are. They all are. All musos yeah. are. Yeah. Because yeah. you like you like filtered tea, uh, filtered water and tea. Yeah, my band and yeah. my friends, they actually take the mickey completely out of me because I have this little case that's full of, of a little <laughs> duck tea infuser <laughs> and I've got a collection of green teas and white teas, organic teas, yeah. and I take a filtered water bottle so I can filter water from the tap because everyone knows that you can't make a cup of tea with crappy water out of the tap no, properly. Yeah. You know, and so I'm pretty serious about that. So that when I travel everywhere, including on band trips away... I'm pretty. I'm pretty full on hardcore about my tea. Really, get down to the secrets. What type of <laughs> yes. what type of tea? My favourite is tea two white ginger. Oh, white ginger yeah. from tea two. Yes, lovely, nice bomb. pick. That's the bomb. I don't mind a bit of Melbourne breakfast personally. Oh, yes, yeah, a little bit of vanilla. That's how I roll. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. mind a white ginger from time to time. Um, <laughs> So, what about it's it's used during that vanilla You're ice phase? That's You're it. my favorite white ginger. Thank you very Jack. much. Um, obviously, at gigs, you're predominantly forming a lot of the time in front of a pretty tipsy, drunk crowd. And in yes. one sense, you've almost got a front row seat to a lot of drunk people. Mm. Surely, you must see a lot of things. Oh man, we see so many things. We see things like wedding rings disappear and mm-hmm. people chatting up. Uh, you know, Oi. people that yeah, that goes on a lot. We see a lot of that. <laughs> Often we're the most sober people in the room. Yes. She's not saying something, you know, I'm not yeah. saying a lot really. Uh, I, I do like a drink or two occasionally when I perform, but you've got to keep yeah, yourself at a certain ginger. level. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, we see some, some really wow. weird things and annoying things. Drunk women actually are worse yeah. than the men. They're, yeah. they're always much worse, yeah. really messy yeah. and quite rude, actually yeah. really rude. Have you ever channeled your inner Shannon Knoll at Duck Creek races and caught <laughs> anyone out? Or? <laughs> Many times. <laughs> and in back in the days where the Central was the place to go, remember the Central? Yeah. Uh, I have actually kicked a guy in the face once <sighs> who was just because security wouldn't do anything about it and he was grabbing me and trying to grab me on parts that were not meant wow. to be grabbed yeah, right. yeah. and taking my microphone stand yeah. and security yeah. wouldn't do anything so he copped a stiletto to the face. Wow. Yeah. That's the old Sally Ann now, That's though. Right. We don't yeah. do that nowadays. No, no, that all, was I'm all three bands ago then. now. Yeah, That's yeah. it, exactly. But really looking Herbal forward tea. to the uh, single stiletto in the face, which I believe <laughs> drops in about <laughs> July this year. Yes. <laughs> Sal, Sal, thank you very much for uh, for popping in. So wake me up. This is JB and Jack for breakfast. <laughs> On 92.9.